Hey everyone, welcome to the channel, I'm Tetsuo. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't yet, and click on that notification bell and share my videos with family and friends. If you have any topics or ideas you'd like for me to do, place them in the comments below. Now without further ado, relax and turn on your nightlights. Please enjoy this episode titled, Disturbingly Creepy Hotel Stories. Story 1 I've been a hotel night auditor for eight and a half years without much trouble. The hotel where I work, night auditors always work alone, unless you're training someone new. We always lock our automated front entrance doors at midnight. One night, around 1 a.m., a guy comes to the door. I called the entrance phone and asked, Hi there. How can I help you? He then says he needs to rent a room, so I buzz him in. He comes to the counter and asks for the rate. I tell him the price. He then asks if he can use the restroom. He comes back and then says he really needs some water. I tell him where the drinking faucet is, which is right next to the restroom that he just used. By this time, I'm thinking, this man is gonna rob me. At this point, I'm ready to just tell him to rob me and get it over with. He comes back from getting water and then asks me if he can use the phone. So I dial the number for him and my hands are shaking really bad at this point. So instead of asking him, I wrote down the number instead. I finally get the number right, but there was no answer on the other end. Finally, this guy leaves. I swear to myself that I would not open the doors for anyone else tonight. So around 4am, a different guy comes to the door and asks if he can use the phone. Again, I'm not opening the door for anyone, so I ask this guy for the phone number that he wants me to call, only to realize the number was the same number the first guy gave to me. I can only see one person standing in front of the glass doors, but I hear someone coughing and it's not the guy I'm talking to. I know that something is up and instead of calling the number, I call the police. Five minutes later, two cop cars pull up. The first guy runs into the woods and the second guy is still in the entranceway, unable to run. The cop comes into the office and lets me know what's going on. Earlier that day, there was a big fight in a trailer park down the road, and these guys were involved. The police have been looking for them all night. People were hurt pretty bad because of these two guys. The two men tried to run away quickly, but they had no phone, so they were only trying to make a phone call to get a ride out of town. If they would have been up front with me from the beginning about needing to use the phone instead of freaking me out, they might have gotten away. Story 2 My friend works at a hotel 
and I asked her if I can come swim in the hot tub and pool for free. She said yes, so I went there. There was no one in the pool or hot tub, just me in the whole pool slash hot tub to myself. About an hour and a half later, a woman in black clothes had came in. There was a bathroom in the pool area and she came in and used the bathroom first. Then she came out and sat by the hot tub area. Keep in mind, she didn't go into the hot tub. She just sat on the ledge with her feet dangling into the hot tub. I didn't pay real close attention to her because to me, it was just another person. Normal, right? Not even five minutes after sitting there, she got right back up and went into the bathroom again. While all of this was happening, I was sitting on the beach folding chairs, just using my phone, minding my own business. I went back into the hot tub and then went back down to sit on the folding chairs. I then realized I did a series of different things as she was in the bathroom. About half an hour later, she still did not come out of the bathroom yet. Eventually, I texted my friend who worked the front desk. Hey, there's a lady who's been in the bathroom for like over 45 minutes. Can you come up and check up on her? She texted back, sure, and came. When she came, she knocked on the bathroom door, opened it, and it was pitch black. The lights were off. There was no one in there. Keep in mind too, the bathroom is a one-stall bathroom with a shower and everything. One way in and one way out. I looked at her and she looked at me. We already knew what we were dealing with. I quickly put my clothes back on and we left the pool area. Coming down to the pool area, you have to walk down a long hallway. As we were walking back, my friend said to me, I didn't want to tell you earlier while you were in the pool area because I didn't want to scare you, but I heard a woman laughing when I was coming down the hall from the pool where you were alone, and I think it was her laughing at us because we thought she was in the bathroom. Now that I think about it, I didn't have my glasses on, so I didn't see her face, just her hair and body. I wonder where she disappeared to. Story 3 Back in 2012, my friends and I rented a hotel in Fresno for the 2012 New Year. We called around, but most of the hotels close to the fairgrounds were all booked. We ended up renting a room at a cheap place by 99 and Ashland. It was an okay place. There were two queen beds, a bathroom, a small fridge, and a microwave. We rented the place for three nights. The first night was perfect. Nothing out of the ordinary happened. 
We slept and got up around 6 a.m. to get ready for the new year at the fairgrounds. We drove down 99 to the 180, then down Cedars to the fairgrounds. We met with a lot of friends and found out what party everyone was attending. We met with some pretty cool girls. They wanted to kick it at our hotel room. On our way back, my buddy and I were stoked about having these girls over for the night. We went to get some alcohol and a pack of rubber just in case we got lucky. The girls had told us that they'll meet us at the hotel, so we waited. It was almost 10 p.m. and no girls. I tried calling them, but no one picked up. I was pissed because we got stood up. I started calling our friends that we met earlier, and they were at a sold-out club. I called my cousin in Fresno to see what they were doing tonight. He said that they were going to kick it at Sky Harbor with some girls. I asked if we could tag along, and he said it should be okay. We got ready and started to go over to my cousin's place. Just as soon as we got out of the motel, the girls pull into the motel parking lot. We stopped and invited the girls into our room. They apologized for not coming sooner because they had another family event that they had to attend. I called my cousin back and said we had other plans so we won't be joining them at the Sky Harbor. As we started drinking with the girls, they got very frisky with us. I'm like, cool. But it got scary when one of the girls started speaking a weird language. I'm like, wow. I think she speaks Greek, or maybe Latin. I then saw her crawl on all fours, and then jumped into my bed, but then it looked like she was having a seizure. I'm like, holy cow, I just hope she doesn't die, and I'm panicking. Dang it, what do we do? One of the girls said she worked at the hospital, and said that when people are having seizures, they just keep them safe from hitting things and keep their mouths open so they can breathe. The seizure only lasted 10 seconds, but it felt like forever. After her seizure, she was more responsive, so the other girls decided to take her home. Our night got screwed up. The girls left and we were stuck in a hotel with a bunch of beers and a pack of rubber. It was only midnight. But since we've been drinking, we decided not to go out. We decided to go to bed. The girl freaking puked on my bed. It stunk so bad. So I peeled off the top blanket and I tossed it in the corner by the door. I went into my car and I grabbed my sleeping bag. As soon as I got into my sleeping bag, I knocked out. My buddy on the other hand, had a tough night. He said that he kept hearing a voice calling his name. He said that he felt like someone was sleeping next to him. At first, he thought it was me. But then, when he looked around, I was sleeping in my bed, in my sleeping bag. He then goes to use the restroom, and the toilet flushed by itself. 
even before he walked into the restroom. Around 6am, I awoke from my sleep, and my buddy was sitting, curled up with his knees and blanket to his chest. I asked him what was up. He was pale and quiet, not talking. My friend then points at the blanket that I threw at the corner. I went to the blanket and removed it. The girl that had the seizure last night was covered in the blanket. It scared the heck out of me. I asked her how she got there and she said that she never left. That's not possible because I remember that I carried her into the car. I asked where they went before coming into her hotel room last night. She said that they went to a family gathering where a family member was supposedly possessed by a demon. I asked a girl if there was a shaman there to ward off the demon. She said no and that the shaman was unable to ward off the demon. My friend at this point was sitting on the bed, scared. I grabbed my clothes and towel, took a shower, and dressed up. When I came out of the bathroom, my buddy was still sitting on the bed, rocking back and forth. I turned to the corner to look to see if the girl was there, but she was gone. I then asked my buddy where the girl went, but at this point, my friend was a mute. It was already 7 in the morning, and my buddy couldn't get ready. So I told him if he doesn't want to go, he can stay in the motel. He then looks at me, gets dressed quickly, and walked straight to the car without saying a word. I kept asking him what was wrong, but he didn't answer. The whole day, he was just quiet, like as if he was a mute, not even saying a single word to me or anyone. We then met up with the same girls, so I asked if their friend was alright. They said she was fine and was admitted to the Fresno Community Hospital for seizures. I then asked the girls if their friend was home yet but they said that she was still in a coma. What the heck? Then who the heck was I talking to in the motel this morning? This got me super scared. Finally, around 7 p.m., my buddy finally spoke to me. I asked him why he was mute all day. My friend then says that he's been trying to talk all day, but that every time he tries to talk, Nothing would come out. I asked him what he saw in the room. He then says that he saw and felt the girl from last night sleeping with him. She said that she wanted to marry him. I told him that we needed to go home and have his dad call a shaman for him. We checked out of the hotel early and went home. He told his dad what happened and then his family prepared to call a shaman for his case. The shaman arrives and did a ceremony to see what was wrong. The shaman said that there was a demon that hitched a ride on the girl 
and came to our room. Because my buddy was attracted to that girl, the demon took it as an invitation and shapeshift into the girl. I don't know why I was able to see the girl's spirit and talk to it, but I'm glad I did because after the New Year's, I heard she passed away. I think I wasn't affected because I was so naive and that I didn't think much of it back then. But just remembering this incident terrifies me to my core. Story 4 I have always believed in ghosts ever since I was a kid. The only things I've seen as a kid were shadow ghosts peeking out behind doors real quick and then disappearing. This incident happened back in 2015. This was my first time seeing a real ghost as an adult. My mom called me and said that a distant uncle from Milwaukee had passed away and for us to attend the funeral session. I lived about an hour and a half from my mom, so I told her that I'll just meet them down there. My mom, older brother, and I ended up going to the funeral on Friday. They both wanted to stay for the weekend, so I got a hotel close by in Mequon, Wisconsin, called The Chalet, just outside of Milwaukee. It was a two-bedroom hotel room, older style, with an all-pink bathroom. It didn't feel creepy at all, to be honest. The only weird part was that when I was laying in bed, about every 30 minutes or so, I would hear a soft boom from the bathroom like someone was knocking on the door softly. But I didn't think anything of it. My brother and I slept on one bed and my mom on the other. It was exactly 5 a.m. and I woke up and felt extremely awake for some odd reason. I sat up and looked around the room in the dark, but didn't see anything, so I laid down and put the blanket over my head. A few seconds later, I uncovered the blanket and looked towards my mom's side. I saw a shadow. At first, I thought it was my mom sitting up, but I looked closer and I saw the shape of my mom laying down, and this shadow thing was sitting on the other side of my mom. It looked like a person was sitting up, crouching forward, and had hair that stood at about 45 degree angle. I stared at it, making sure that I wasn't dreaming. I sat up and continued looking at it. I laid down and I coughed on purpose to see what would happen. As soon as I coughed, the shadow laid down in a slow motion and disappeared. I quickly got up, turned on the lights because I was kind of freaked out. My mom and my brother both woke up and asked why I turned on the lights. I said it was nothing 
After a few minutes, I turned off the lights and went back to bed. Right as I was about to fall asleep, I felt a female presence from the foot of my mom's bed come on top of me. Right when this presence got right on top of me, I heard a soft buzzing sound. I couldn't move. I kept trying to fight it and try to move, but I couldn't. I mean, I wasn't afraid or anything like that. I was just annoyed. After a few tries of trying to move around, I got tired and I just said screw it and just went to bed. The next day, I told my mom and my brother that I was going shopping, then heading home. I told my younger siblings about it, and they told mom I was going to call her on Monday when they got back, but she already found out. She told me that that's probably why her stomach was hurting so much. She then calls my older brother. He said that on Saturday, my mom's stomach was hurting, so she decided to leave home with my aunts and uncles, and that she slept in the room alone. I don't remember if he heard or saw anything, but I haven't seen another ghost since then. However, every now and then, when I sleep in a hotel, I get kind of freaked out because I always wake up randomly in the middle of the night. Again, this was in room 221 at the chalet in Mequin, Wisconsin, if anyone is interested. Story 5 A few years ago, my girls and I attended a event located in Fresno, California. We checked into the hotel about 3 p.m. The parking was right in front of our room. We were exhausted from the long day, so we decided to take a nap before heading out to dinner. It was around 3.30 p.m. when we finally settled down. Not long into our nap, I heard loud footsteps walking. This woke me up, and I listened and noticed it was coming from the room right above us. The loud footsteps sounded like a woman in heels, pacing back and forth on what sounded like hardwood or tile. The footsteps were pacing from one end of the room to the other end of the room. Laying in bed, listening for a while, I finally dozed off, but was still able to hear the same heels pacing back and forth. We were in bed about over an hour, and then by this time, I was pretty annoyed. So I finally got up, looked at the time, and it was almost 5pm. Mind you, the footsteps were still going on. By this time, my girls also got up. My oldest said to me, I couldn't go to sleep because of the loud footsteps. At this point, I was contemplating about calling the front desk because it was happening for far too long and it was getting pretty annoying. The footsteps finally stopped and we heard the door 
to the upstairs room, open and close. I walked to the window to see if I could catch a glimpse of who the person was. Since our room was facing the parking lot, and by the way that the layout of the hotel was, I was able to see who the person was walking out to their car if they were walking from the stairs. But I noticed that there was no one. Confused to what just happened, I brushed it off. Later that evening, while we were watching TV, we again hear the door upstairs open and close. The pacing back and forth started again. This time, it didn't last long. It only lasted about five minutes. And then it suddenly stopped, as if nothing happened. We didn't hear anything else for the rest of the evening. The next morning, while checking out, I mentioned to the front desk about this. He gave me a confused look and said that no one checked in in the room above us. At this point, I was like, what the heck? No way, screw this. And this is my first and my last time here. I then walked out and left. Later on, thinking about that incident, it finally dawned on me that the rooms were carpet. How could we hear footsteps and heels? And who could walk back and forth in heels for over an hour? Whoever and whatever it was must have been a spirit trapped in a repetitive state. Thanks everyone for making it to the end of this episode. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the channel. I look forward to seeing you at the next one. Thank you.